Today on the Bourbon Bites Podcast, I'm reviewing Five Brothers Bourbon from Heaven Hill. Is this distillery exclusive worth a trip to the gift shop, or is it just a marketing gimmick? Let's find out. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Bourbon Bites Podcast. I'm your host, Clifton. And before we get started with today's episode, I want to give a huge thank you to all of you for helping us reach 2,000 downloads of the podcast, which is a number that I could never have imagined in less than a year. We're still less than 50 episodes in, and I just have been having so much fun with this podcast. So I just want to say thank you to everyone that's listened, downloaded, followed on your favorite platforms. And I do have just one ask of you. As of right now, we are sitting at 12 ratings and five reviews of the podcast on Apple Podcast, and I am so thankful for those of you that have taken the time to do this. But if you have not yet rated and or reviewed the podcast on the Apple Podcast platform and you're enjoying the show, believe it or not, it's super helpful when it comes to having people discover the podcast. It helps out when I'm reaching out to brands to have them either on the show or to send samples for review. Um, Seeing those ratings and reviews are so important for a growing podcast. And even if you could just take, you know, some time to write, you know, one or two sentences about what you enjoy about the podcast, I will be forever grateful. Even if you do listen on a different platform, uh, you can leave an Apple podcast review, I believe from your web browser or definitely the Apple podcast app. So if you could take a moment, whether you want to pause and do it now or do it while you're listening to the podcast, I would just really appreciate that. And again, thank you to everyone that's that's rated and reviewed in the past. Um, It has helped my rankings. I'm very glad to hopefully be reaching new people. And I just want to say thank you for coming here and thank you to you guys for helping me reach this milestone of 2,000 downloads. It means a lot to me. So with that, let's drink some bourbon. So this is a sample that I got from my friend David at Whiskey and My Wedding Ring. It was actually a distillery-only release from Heaven Hill that came out last year. Did not have a chance to grab it because, uh, obviously, I'm in Southern California, not Kentucky. Um, But this is Five Brothers Bourbon. Now, this is one that I've heard a lot of mixed things on, um, so I wanted to try it for myself before I kind of had that judgment on it, because people have asked me, you know, hey, what do you think about distillery exclusives? And I've tried some from Jim Beam, I've tried some from some craft distilleries, um, but with Heaven Hill, the only thing I've tried that's technically a distillery exclusive are the Elijah Craig uh, Select single barrel grenade bottles that come out. They're like the little 200 milliliter bottles, I think, um, bottles that are 125 proof. Um, definitely worth picking up if they still sell those. I've heard they're harder to get these days, um, but this is a relatively new distillery only release and it's called five brothers bourbon now thankfully this comes in a full-size bottle a 750 milliliter bottle goes for 60 dollars and what you get for that is a 90 proof non-age stated bourbon now we do know this is a blend of five different bourbons ranging from five to nine years old and this came out back in june 2021 i believe it's still available but if you guys have heard different let me know over on discord i just haven't heard much about this bottle lately So this Heaven Hill Bourbon Experience exclusive bottle uh, pays tribute to the original five Shapira brothers who started the distillery in 1935. So according to Max Shapira, the president of Heaven Hill, he said back in 1935, his father and his four brothers invested in a spectacular venture that today is the largest family owned and operated distillery in America, Heaven Hill. 
With patience and perseverance, they built the foundation for the nationally acclaimed American whiskey portfolio we enjoy today, and a legacy built on consistent quality and innovation. If you guys want the full history, my friend Jason over at The Mash and Drum did a fantastic video last year diving into the history of the founding of Heaven Hill. Definitely worth a watch. It's actually a review of this whiskey as well. Um, I did watch that just before recording this podcast, and it kind of added to my feelings that I've heard about this whiskey. I will say this is my first time trying it, so this will be a first impression review. But I also want to say that Heaven Hill has always been one of my favorite distilleries. They make some of my favorite bourbon ever. If anyone ever asks me what my favorite bourbon is, I say Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. And not just that, I think most of the products coming out of Heaven Hill are just extremely solid, well-rounded, incredible values for the price. So now I'm going to be trying a $60 non-agitated bottle that's kind of getting some uh, flack, I guess I should say. So like I said, first impressions, but let's go and get this poured. Now, typically I don't read reviews of bourbons or whiskeys before I review them on the podcast, but I think this one's kind of an exception because it came out last year and it was kind of a controversial release. So I did, you know, hear about it for a year before I had a chance to try it. Um, but I feel like now that the kind of the dust has settled, I'm going to give it my full honest review as a Heaven Hill fan. So let's go and give this a nose. Hmm. Interesting. So I will say it does nose very sweet. I think I'm getting like a bit of like a corn sweetness there. Um, there is some nuttiness, which is kind of similar to some Jim Beam products I've had in the past. Jim Beam being my second favorite distillery. So you already know I love that flavor profile, but there is a bit of nuttiness and a sweetness on the nose. I do think that it, it kind of smells a little young compared to what I'm used to, especially from Heaven Hill. Now, it's been a minute since I've had um, like Evan Williams Bottled and Bond, which is a four-year at least product. I have had what Evan Williams 1783 relatively recently, um, which I think it's kind of in a similar age range as this one, and proof as well. I think Evan Williams 1783 I've talked about on the channel several times. It was kind of my <laughs> entry into being a bourbon lover. I had, of course, tried you know Jack Daniels and things before that, but the first bottle I ever bought um, to try to get into whiskey and pick up flavor notes and tasting notes uh, was Evan Williams 1783, which they've since updated it and they've added a bit more proof to it. They've given it a nicer bottle. Uh, and I really do enjoy the new 1783. Um, and that one's still, you know, a sub $20 bottle. So right now, let's go ahead and give this $60 Heaven Hill uh, a taste. Cheers. Mm. I will say taste definitely is better than the nose. I was a bit worried I, when I was smelling it. I was like, oh no, this smells like really just young distillate. But if you're a fan of that like nutty Heaven Hill sort of Jim Beamy kind of profile, um, I gotta say that first sip is, is very, very nice. I will say though, it is sweet. Um, I heard a lot of people comparing this to like a peanut butter kind of flavor. And I'll go a step further. This is like, honestly, one step above screwball. And don't get me wrong, I do like my flavored whiskey when the occasion calls for it. I did a whole flight on YouTube comparing a bunch of different peanut butter flavored whiskeys. Uh, I think that was a couple years back now. Um, but I'm a big fan of the nutty flavor profile. So um, this is kind of triggering some of those memories of some of the flavored whiskeys because how sweet and how peanut buttery this is. Of course, you know, let me let me clarify. This is nowhere near as sweet as a flavored whiskey. It is a 90 proof, which is a good step above those, but it is a similar flavor profile. 
It's less of the roasted peanut kind of note and more of the the sweet and salty, um, not natural peanut butter kind of note. I know that sounds kind of weird, but you know, like natural peanut butter is typically more nutty and less sweet and it has a lot more of a natural peanut taste. This is more of like the Jif peanut butter, kind of like the sweet sugar added peanut butter. And for a 90 proof whiskey, um, it honestly is a little thin. There's not much body, not much mouthfeel. Um, and for it being, you know, between five to nine years old, I'm a little surprised because I thought I kind of knew what that age range from Heaven Hill kind of tasted like. Don't get me wrong, the flavor profile is really good. I do like the sweet nuttiness to it. That's definitely my jam. Um, but it is pretty thin. And for a $60 bottle, it's kind of hard to really recommend this. I get it, like you're going to distilleries, you're doing tours, and you want to buy a special bottle. I will say if you're at Heaven Hill and they do have those like grenade-sized bottles of Elijah Craig, like Barrel Select, I think those are much better bangs for your buck if you're looking for an exclusive product. I think those are unique, they're super flavorful, and they're definitely something you can only get at the distillery. Honestly, this is kind of reminding me of how I reacted to... Uh, Jim Beam's Old Tub, the original release, not the uh, the new release that was nationwide. They used to have a distillery-only release that was a 375ml bottle. The label looked just like the classic one from the, the OG Old Tub. Um, and I remember liking that, but I do think that that was definitely... I don't want to say gimmick. Gimmick is such a strong word because, right, like I've worked in marketing. I get like advertising. You want to have something exclusive to drive people to your distillery. I totally get that. Um, but I feel like overcharging for that just for the chance to buy something that you can't get anywhere else is kind of like a like f you to the consumer that's just my opinion now it's not like this is a bad whiskey i think <laughs> i do enjoy drinking it and i think if this were similarly priced to the 1783 which is their evan williams small batch line similar proof similar age and a 20 dollar bottle I think this would be really great. I could even see this being like a, you know, $30 bottle. I think it's very balanced. I think it's a really nice, sweet bourbon for people that may not be typical bourbon lovers. It has a really cool story about the history of, you know, founded by five brothers. There's five different bourbons mixed into this. I like that about it. I like that it has a really cool label and a cool bottle. Um, but when you're talking $60 for a young-ish 90-proof bourbon from Heaven Hill, there's much better value there. There's, you know, like I said, Evan Williams 783. There's Elijah Craig small batch, which is a, you know, 25, 30 ish dollar bottle, um, 94 proof. And, you know, a lot more balanced dare I say, I think this one leans on the sweeter end. There's not much oak going on. Elijah Craig has a bit more oak influence, a lot more balanced. You got some of those vanillas and those caramels. This though is still the sweet peanut butter note that I've read on a lot of reviews, but trying it myself, I definitely get that. So do I recommend it? Not really. I think, you know, if you're going to the Heaven Hill Distillery, um, definitely pick up a souvenir, you know, grab your magnets, grab your stickers, maybe grab an Elijah Craig aged uh, maple syrup. I saw those when I was there. Um, and like I said, the, the grenade sized bottles, but I would say skip this one. You know, it's not my favorite Heaven Hill product. I think it's a bit overpriced and unless you want it for the collectability aspect in the story, uh, definitely give this a pass. So out of my rating system of out of eight, I would probably give this a four out of eight. This is right middle of the road. It's nothing, you know, I would seek out. It's nothing I would just turn down at a bar, um, but I definitely wouldn't be paying the $60 price point of this one. So it's definitely worth, you know, giving a try. I'm really thankful for David for providing the sample. Um, but yeah, I think I would skip this at the distillery if I saw it. So follow-up question that I'm really curious to hear what would you guys want from a distillery exclusive bottle? Like, let's say there's a bottle that you can only get at the distillery. I know a lot of them do this, 
But what would you want out of that? Would you want to bottle it yourself, kind of like Mictus does? Would you like something that's, you know, cast-strength version of one of your favorite on-the-shelf bottles? Let me know on Discord. By the way, if you guys have not yet joined our Discord server, you can find it at bourbonbites.com. Uh, there's a link to it down at the bottom where it says the Whiskey and Gaming Lounge Discord server. Everyone's welcome there. Patrons get access to our VIP lounge as well as some of our hangout rooms. Um, but I'm really curious to hear what you guys think about distillery exclusives. Do you like them? Do you hate them? Let me know why. So while I'd like to keep this podcast going and share some video game and uh, whiskey news, um, I think I'm going to save that for next week because I'm about to hit the road for Las Vegas. We're going to spend a couple days there. I'll most likely do a live stream this week um, over on YouTube while I'll do some slot play. I've missed doing that. It's been a long time since I've done that. Um, So if you're listening to this on Friday, obviously that would have already happened or not would have happened. Again, I'm recording this like literally before I hit the road to Vegas. So um, like I said, going to keep it short this week, but I promise next week I'm going to have some news both in whiskey and video games. It's been a minute since I've done one of those and I always like doing those at the first of the month. So next week will be the first week of August. So look forward to some updates about some exciting whiskeys. I already have a list of a few that I'm excited to talk about. So definitely stay tuned, hit that follow button. And like I said at the beginning, if you could leave a rating and review, I would absolutely appreciate it. And also I appreciate any feedback. If you guys have things to improve with the podcast, things you want to hear, things you don't want to hear, let me know. I always love incorporating that. And yes, it's a bit, you know, uh, therapeutic for myself to just have a platform to just speak my mind. Um, but I also also enjoy being entertaining and exciting and giving you guys reviews to maybe save you some money maybe like this one you know skip this bottle if you can and tell you about bottles that i'm really excited about and you should definitely pick up so until next time this has been the bourbon bites podcast cheers and i'll talk to you next week